What's up, everybody? Pathland here, and welcome to episode 1,251 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're speaking with Paul Higgins, who's over in Australia, and he has a business helping people who are cloud consultants. And you know there aren't a ton of them, but you know as we often say, the riches are in the niches. There are about 59,000 or 60,000 of these certified cloud consultants in the world. And Paul wants to build a community. And he's got a little over 100 of them in a community right now, but we want to grow that and we want to extend this into a potential paid membership into the future. And so you can check out Cloud Consultants Collective for his company and also paulhigginsmentoring.com for more. But listen in because this is a great conversation that comes at the right time because as you might know, for us at SPI Media, community is our future. Community is what we are building and community is now our product with SPI Pro and Paul's actually a member of SPI Pro And thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate you for coming on and for sharing what's about to happen because this is gonna be really, really useful for a lot of people and I wanna thank you for that. So here we go. This is Paul Higgins, Cloud Consulting's Collective and paulhigginsmentoring.com. Here we go. Paul, welcome to Ask Pat. Thank you so much for being here today. Great to be here, Pat. Thanks for the opportunity. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so you can probably tell by my accent. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. And uh, what I do is help people consult on technology and effectively what they're doing is making technology easy to use so you probably use a lot of the products you know salesforce microsoft hubspot zoho i could continue the list but what i do is help those people help you as a as a client to to better use the technology nice so as an example you know companies have it departments you help those IT departments essentially. Like th- that's that's kind of your role. No, I'm probably one removed from that. So if you think about the IT department would get a Salesforce consultant in to help them. Right. So what I'm doing is helping the Salesforce consultant to get more of the IT departments. I see. Okay. So you serve these software companies and help them get in front of more clients sometimes as well and, and understand like how to sell that software. Yeah, yeah. So quick analogy, I spent 18 years at Coca-Cola and at Coke, the Coke company did the brand and they did the marketing and then the partners did everything else. They, you know, put it on, bottled it, put it on trucks and sold it, right? So in the SaaS world, it's very similar. So Salesforce does the branding and the marketing, for example, and then they have partners that actually go and do the consulting and implementation of it. So I'm helping those partners to better run their business. Gotcha. Awesome. Fantastic. How long have you been doing that for? So I really started this part of the business in January of this year, 2022, but I actually had my own cloud consulting business that we ran for five years and we sold that in 2019 to a Google partner. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. That's amazing. Thank you. So where are you at now in the business? Like, what do you need help with? How can I, how can I serve you? Yeah. So I've got a free community. It's called the Cloud Consultants Collective and we've got 130 people in it, but I'd like to have a lot more. So there's 59,000 cloud consultants in the world and we've got 130. So, you know, I just want to help more people. So the biggest thing is how do I get more people into the, the free community? And then I also want to set up a membership. I know that 
you've got a, a membership and I'm a part of it and I'm loving it. I love the mastermind part of it. So I want to also set up a membership with a mastermind in it. So, and for me at the moment, it's traffic really. Like how do I get seen more like, you know, I don't have all the assets that, that you have. I do have a podcast. I have YouTube, but I'm really struggling to say, how do I be known in this this area, given that, you know, I've really been at this for, you know, just over six months. Yeah. Well, first of all, only six months and doing pretty good. I mean, we don't have astonishing numbers right now, but 130 people in a community is is great, especially at the start here. And that is a great sort of seed community to be able to understand what are their pains, what are their problems, like all the things you know, so that we can now find other people on the outside who have those same problems and struggles and where discussions are happening. So we, we just need 58,870 more people to find you and then we'll be good, right? No, joking about that. But the truth is, I mean, we want as many people in there as possible, but to have something incredibly successful, I mean, you don't need a ton of people. We just want the right people in there. So the question then begs, well, like, where do we go? How do we go and get these people? The number one way to get people just in general is to be and show up and provide value in the places that they are at already. It's so much easier to go to where they are versus trying to convince each individual to come over to you, just like in, in general, right? So there are various places, and yes, you're already doing a lot of things right. You have the podcast already, you have your website for SEO. Loads of people are looking for answers and will hopefully come across your stuff. But I'd love to ask you, where else does this group of people, it's such a specialized group of people, you know better than me, where are they? Where where are they congregating? And, and, and are there any moments or places where they get together? Yeah, definitely. So each of those platforms, so let's say HubSpot as an example, HubSpot have got their own groups, so their own partner groups. And a lot of that's the technical side. So that's where they normally congregate. Microsoft have got the same, Salesforce have got the same, you know, on and on and on. So they're there for the technical side. What my community is, is saying, hey, we can help you with running your business rather than the technical side. So it's like, you know, here's another group. And the other thing is when you're, say, in a HubSpot community, you've only got HubSpot, whereas with our community, it's like you've got everyone because ultimately we're all doing the same same thing. So you could learn from a Microsoft partner as much as you could at HubSpot. But that's where a lot of them are in these private groups that are run by the, the SaaS owner. Right. Do these people often have the ability to communicate with each other like outside of your community or, or is, is your community really the first sort of opportunity for them to kind of find each other? Yeah, good question. I think they've all got their networks of peers. So, you know, definitely there might be, you know, six or seven partners that they all talk amongst each other. So there's some people that do that and some people that haven't done that. So I'm hoping to provide that to them. And it's like, hey, you know, if you've got a problem with, you know, with a, a proposal for a customer and you'd like to do it better, well, here's the community. But the thing I've found hard, Pat, is like I'd love to get on podcasts and be a, a guest, but I haven't found any podcasts that really do this. It's like I've got the only podcast for this, but how do I get that out there? Right, right. I mean, that is why I didn't mention that first because I it's so specialized that there's probably not podcasts that are specific to this other than yours. So yours is the one. So a couple things come to my number one, a, keep doing what you're doing because eventually you're going to attract, like just from, if you did nothing different, you would continue to attract people. And what happens is over time, because there's peer network groups, 
one person will get in, they'll tell their friends and then they'll bring five people in. And, you know, over time it will, I mean, again, you're only six months into this, that exponential growth will happen. Now, obviously we want to speed that up and get in front of more people. So there might be some ways to go about doing this. One way that I know one of my friends did in a specialized manner was they created a, a book and it became like the de facto book that anyone who was in that industry, basically they'd be an idiot not to go and get it because it, it was just like that helpful. And that did a couple of things for me, put them on the map in front of people who, who didn't know them because a book is a little bit easier to share than a podcast, for example. It put this p- uh, person in a position of authority. And here's the other thing that happened they started to get invited to talks. So I don't know if there are any stages that you can get on. I mean, you might be able to get on them right now because A, you have the only podcast and B, you're obviously an expert. But C, having that book, there's just something about a book. It doesn't have to be a 50,000 page book either, but it's just like the de facto guide on how to do this kind of thing. And that can then sort of skyrocket a lot of uh, things and, and give you give you that boost. So any reaction to, to that? Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. I've, I've always – so I've got my sort of framework, my methodology. You know, it's sort of broken into three areas if I put that into, say, like an e-book. It's structured already. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've got the – I've got the structure. I just don't have the content to add to it. So I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. So you could get that. And first of all, that's a huge value add to anybody who's already in your community, for example. And you just kind of, you can even like just give it to them. Cause the whole goal is not to necessarily make a ton of money with the book. Yes. It's let's, let's build this community and the book becomes a tool to enable you to do that. And if you had any experience, Pat's on, you know, would you do any paid traffic? to that book because I really haven't ever done anything. Paid traffic to the book, yes. Paid traffic to a community is very difficult, which is why the book is a nice, again, sort of in-between that gives value. It's kind of low-priced. And then if there was a paid community on top of that, I mean, I was going to say, inside of the book, you mentioned these other things that people should get involved with, right? Like the community, for example. We'll talk about the community in just a minute, but absolutely paid traffic. And the cool thing about that is you don't need a ton of money to be able to experiment with that. The other thing that came to mind with relation to your particular industry would be LinkedIn. Have you done anything on LinkedIn as far as outreach? Yeah, look, that's, uh, I suppose that's been the key way that I've driven the 130 people through LinkedIn. So we we find the people on LinkedIn, but we're sending emails to them. And I've, I've got my sort of, you know, I spend quite a bit of time, I compliment them, I ask them a question, and uh, I've actually, the one that I got back this morning is, you know, I really enjoyed your, your funnel. So I think that part of it's working well. And that's how we've got most of our members to date is through LinkedIn. Nice. And so when this book exists, or even before, you might be able to experiment with running sponsored slash paid ads on LinkedIn. Okay, great idea. Just just to make sure you get in front of those people. It'd be, it'd be worth experimenting with. I, I, I do know, however, that LinkedIn probably has the most expensive ads. It's because it's so targeted and because it's business. And, you know, oftentimes people are bidding a little bit more than, than they would on an Instagram or Facebook, for example. But LinkedIn would definitely be a social media platform for you to, to lean into, which you've done already. Now, the community, the 130 people, where, where do they live? Like, what's the, what's the software using for that? Uh, so predominantly, they, they're in, where they physically live, uh, mainly in the US or North America is where most small Oh, I'm is. sorry, like, 
what uh, software are you using as the hub for, oh, for yes. the community? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. So, so at the moment for the free community, we're using Slack at the moment. Ooh, that's good. I, I don't hear a lot of people using Slack for, for community. That's like really highly engaging. That's just more professional. So what's your vision with the community? I'd love to know. Yeah, so so the vision is to continue to add as much value as, as possible. So, you know, I'm, I listen about two hours podcast, mainly yours, at two and a half times speed a day, and then I'm collecting the knowledge and then sharing it with them. So, you know, I'm being the one point that's, that's spreading that. So I'm doing that in the community. And that's really, you know, but what I want them to do is start to create their own networks. And then what I'm, I've got a pilot that I'm doing based off the mastermind learning from you is that I'm going to launch a membership, which will be you know, three to five people where they can have a mastermind and run it themselves. And yeah, nice. I, I asked for two to five people and I've got the nice problem where I've got like 20 people replied saying they want to do it. So that, that's great. It seems to be a great way. And what I'll do is, you know, pilot the small group. And then I'm thinking of having that as a paid membership. Mm. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So the free community is where they initially come in. They might come in from the book or the podcast or the or search engines or ads or what have you. And then they get into the community. They're learning that there's other people like them. They're getting value from the exchanges that they have, but maybe they don't quite have the ultimate access that they might prefer. Some people will be fine and happy with the free community, but there's going to be some people, a percentage of them who want to just go further, right? And that's where this offering that you have, which you're testing now, which is fantastic, definitely can come into play. And so although you have like 25 people interested, I, I would run just one group. Like, I'm sorry the, to the others, they'll have to wait till this is launched again and even better. But you really get in communication with each of those members to be able to understand what's working for them, what's not, what reservations do they have, what, what are they most excited about. And this way, this language that they offer back to you can be used to then promote the community when you go farther and or the membership farther and wide down the road. So it, to me, it seems like the roadmaps in play. The only new thing that we talked about today was really the book as sort of the lead gen slash authority builder kind of situation. And the other thing that I had asked that I'm, I'm I don't know if I got an answer for. I apologize, but are there different stages? Could you speak at HubSpot's event, for example? Could you speak in front of the Salesforce crew? Like, is that is that something that is in your plan or, or you ever thought of? Yeah, look, uh, definitely if it's virtual, like I know COVID's been horrible for most of us. For me, it's been a little easy because then virtual events have become more because I, I had a transplant three years ago, so I really can't travel. And being in Melbourne, Australia, it's, you know, it's a long way for anything. So, yeah, I think um, some of those groups, are, and maybe adding to what you said before is where they congregate, maybe it's some of the smaller groups and going guest presenting to some of those smaller groups. So that might work where it's virtual and then that may be a great way of getting on start and building my experience in, in talking about this as well. Yeah, try like a good challenge for yourself, Paul, would be get in front of one small group at one of these companies within the next, I don't know, couple months or something and just kind of see what that's like. You, you're going to figure it out as you go, right? And you're going to have to figure out, well, who's, who are the decision makers there who would enable this to happen and what are the reservations they have or what, what do they need so that when you go to the next one, it's already laid out, you've done it before and it's just something that now is a part of your rhythm and cadence, which then those people watch, they get value, they're congregated there 
but now they're attracted to you and they'll come over to the community because they're like, wow, I want to continue this conversation with Paul or I want to meet other people even outside of this company to cross pollinate and, and get some ideas from et cetera. And, and just one other a question on webinars. So, you know, whether it's a webinar workshop masterclass and everyone calls it something different, but You're right. do you think that's also a, a good way to uh, bring people into the community? Uh, most definitely, most definitely, because it provides a tiny window of time that a person can go, okay, I'm going to schedule time out of my day to come to this. It's like a, it's like an event in real life. And then they get some something valuable, right? That is a quick way, a way to sort of accelerate the relationship building process. And so another thing that you could run ads to is maybe it's not the book, but it's the webinar or the training masterclass intensive workshop, whatever you want to call it. Just when you are pitching that, make sure that the transformation that they're going to get there, like, why is this worth my hour? What am I going to get out of this? What's what's the thing that I'm going to come away from? If it's just like a general sort of, you know, 101 masterclass, learn, learn how to do this. It's like, okay, well, you can learn that anywhere. But if it's specific, like how to double the revenue from each of your clients or something, I don't know, something specific, th- that makes the teaching a little bit easier because it's that specific. But also people know what to expect when they come in and they, they can imagine what the win will be on the other end. So they're more likely to show up. They're more likely to get value. And then, of course, when that happens, they're more likely to engage and, and, and want to continue the conversation. Yeah, yeah, great advice. Cool. Paul, this has been fantastic. Where, where can people, go, like if they're maybe in this world or they might know somebody who's in this world, where can they go to, to, to see you and get some help? Yeah, so the cloudconsultantscollective.com is the community. And then everything else is at paulhigginsmentoring.com. Nice. Paul, thank you so much. This was great. And it sounds like you got some direction to work with. Is that true? Yeah, I've got an ebook I'm about to go and create. I'm also going to go present to one of those groups. Awesome. We look forward to chatting with you, Paul. We'll, we'll ask you how it went and we'll see where you're at at that point. All right, brilliant. Thanks, Pat. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation between myself and Paul there. Again, you can find Paul at Cloud Consultants Collective and also paulhigginsmentoring.com for more information. So thank you, Paul. I appreciate you. And again, thank you so much for speaking so highly of SPI Pro. If any of you are listening, if you want to join Paul and hundreds of other entrepreneurs just like you inside of SPI Pro, you can apply at spipro.com. It's a safe space to collaborate, to connect, and to get challenged, and to get held accountable for the work that you're doing online. And we're here to help you get to within reach of your goals there. So again, that's spipro.com. Thank you so much for listening in today. I appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next great episodes that are coming your way. Until then, cheers, take care, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is David Grabowski. Our series producer is Paul Gregoris. And our executive producer is Matt Garland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. 
for now at least. In this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.